Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford since 1983. They have been providing exceptional Fords, uh, exceptional American-made Ford vehicles, and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will put you in a position to succeed. They will put you in your comfort zone. Brymac.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, using the promo code A2Z Sports that you see directly behind me. You can get in on all of the great promotions that they have to offer. Promo code A2Z Sports in the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. And of course, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time is Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to the Gary Ashton tailgate before the Bears host or before the Bears come to Nashville and the Titans host them outside Nissan Stadium in the south end zone. I hope to see many of you out there at the Gary Ashton tailgate. All right, so today we are going to spend uh, spend some time talking about uh, talking about what is happening with the Titans specifically and also how cases like the Titans are popping up all around the league, right? It's not just the Titans who are putting a bunch of people on the COVID list. Uh, Ryan Tannehill for your edification, Harold Landry so far, Nick DeZubnar, Jeremy McNichols, Anthony Rush. Um, There are seven total, and I don't want to, I want to make sure that I'm not forgetting names, but seven total players that are on the list. Two coaches as well including Mike Vrabel, and today Mike Vrabel in our Zoom press conference with him told us that Craig Aukerman, the person who is supposed to be not the interim head coach, but is serving in Mike's role while Mike is absent, he is also in the COVID protocol and he is not available and will not be available for the game. So now the NFL is starting to crack down once again on everything that's happening within the league. They are vaccinated, all of these individuals, by the way. Well, I don't know if every player on that list is vaccinated, but I do know that Ryan Tannehill, Mike Vrabel, and Harold Landry are vaccinated, and that this is a good sign because they're not experiencing symptoms, which is, of course, why you get the vaccine. So you, if you do become diagnosed with this, <clears throat> you, don't, uh, you don't experience symptoms. That's one of the best parts of this. And John Robinson, who you'll hear from momentarily, uh, said that the team is between 97 and 98% vaccinated or working with antibodies because they are doing pretty stringent antibody testing in the building as well. So they're not 97% vaccinated, but they are uh, the there's a strong percentage of them. We know they're at least over 90%. And also, uh, also there are players who chose not to get vaccinated, but are 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 having antibodies of the COVID vax of the COVID-19 virus in their bodies after having dealt with COVID themselves. So that does protect them to a degree. Tonight, we're going to talk about what the NFL is now doing um, and how this could potentially um, derail another season. It sucks. It really does. I uh, So how this how this played out today, this morning, is I they moved practice up. They had assistant coaches speak to the media about 9.30 this morning. And then after that, after uh, assistant coaches wrapped up, I saw tweets because obviously I wasn't able to go to practice. My radio show starts at 10 central time. So I wasn't able to be there today. Uh, and, and you know, I hate missing practice, but when they move it up like that, there's nothing I can do. So whatever. So I, I see, start seeing tweets that John Robinson is going to speak to the media. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. If John's, if John is having a press conference without, you know, without notice, it probably has something to do with the virus. And sure enough, he, well, you know what, why don't I just let John Robinson, uh, how, why don't I just let John Robinson explain for himself what happened today? Aaron Brewer passed his physical, so he'll be out here doing some, some individual uh, work, uh, trying to get back to the return to play. Uh, we're going to add uh, three players, J.B. and Hawkins, uh, running back, uh, Cash Malua, a uh, linebacker, and D.B. Nate Brooks uh, to the roster. And we're going to put on COVID IR, um, Justin March Lillard, uh, Jeff Swain, and Ryan Tannehill. Uh, uh, just to comment on the on, on where we're at with the, uh, the protocols, we've uh, followed the protocols, we've 
our, our medical team has done an outstanding job um, with talking with the league um, and the, the players, coaches, Coach Brable um, has had minimal symptoms. Um, it's usually a day or two, and and then they, then they're over and they they feel great. And and that's really what the main reason was: a to update you on the roster, and b to just continue to, to urge vaccination. Um, I've seen it firsthand with the guys. Coach Ray would speak to this a couple days, and then they they feel fine. Um, had two people that I know personally um, that have lost loved ones over the last couple days uh, to COVID from symptoms and complications, and it's it's a life-saving vaccine. So that's John Robinson talking about, you know, he kind of buried the lead, didn't he? He, he let off with Aaron Brewer off the PUP and then got to the players that he was the players that they're going to sign and then you know he eventually gets to the players who they're putting on the covid list and he goes you know well we're putting Justin March Lillard a reserve linebacker Jeff Swaim the tight end and oh yeah Ryan Tannehill and then we all just you know lose our minds because of course this is what's going to happen so um the the Titans are experiencing a bit a bit of a covid outbreak once again a scale of 1 to 10 in the comments section on Facebook live Twitter YouTube and Twitch how concerned are you about Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill being on the COVID list? Let me know in your comments on or with your comments on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together on a scale of 1 to 10. How concerned are you about Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill being on the COVID list? Give me your responses. We will discuss at length together. Uh, I will let you hear from John Robinson once again, here in just a second, right after I remind you about the people who present your Two Rivers Ford take, which is, of course, Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is a fantastic place to go visit if you haven't been out. I, myself, am taking my car in. Uh, sugar's on her last leg. It feels like I was trying to, I was trying to wait out uh, wait out this, uh, this chip shortage that uh, all, of the, uh, all of the car dealers have been dealing with. But tomorrow, the search for my new car begins, and the search starts and ends at Two Rivers Ford. That's because they have the non-commissioned sales staff that will put zero pressure on me or you when you choose to uh, use them for your business. No pressure during the car buying experience because they make a paycheck whether they sell you a car or not. Two Rivers Ford has been the most trusted dealership since 1983, nearly 40 years operating in Middle Tennessee, not just because the vehicles are fantastic, not just because the customer service is award-winning, but because they value all of those things. They're the complete package. So you should go check them out in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you with Ryan Tannehill being on the COVID list? Uh, one says Stanley, he'll be fine for the regular season. Jordan Pierce says he's all right, going to be a long year, according to Aaron George. Yeah, that was that was kind of what happened to me this morning, right? So, and I'll give you my number here in just a second, and I'll uh, if you missed any of John Robinson's comments, we'll play them again here for you momentarily, and you can hear them from the GM himself. But more than anything, like so, we get the news about nine fifty. My radio show starts at uh, ten o'clock. So I walk in and I'm just kind of, and I know, listen, you guys are, you guys are tired of COVID talk. I am tired of COVID talk. COVID is not tired of bothering all of us and making us, you know, continue to keep it a part of the conversation. So such is life. We're going to talk about COVID. But with the, with this in particular, and not just because of Tannehill, because Landry popped up positive, uh, or let me not say that. I don't know that Harold Landry's positive. I know that he's on the COVID list, which means he could potentially have been exposed or have contracted the virus himself. I don't know for a fact that Harold Landry is COVID positive. But with all of this, once the cases started to pop back up and I'm seeing, you know, cases around the league and all this stuff, I I was made, I, I'll be honest with you, I was made hugely depressed. Um, I had almost, I, here's what I'll say. Football season last year was so important to me personally because it was, even though it was mutated and even though, you know, it sucked to have to do everything the way that we had to do things last year, it kept me distracted to have football roll along on a semi-normal pace from everything that was happening because for all intents and purposes, I got to do my job 
almost as I would do my job in any other year, right? Without the travel. And honestly, that part was nice because I got to take basically take it easy for a season. Whereas during the regular season, you know, we're traveling all over the place. There's precious few sleep. Uh, your pre- precious few eight hour uh, a night sleeps. You know, there's there's no weekends basically from from July until February. So all of those things combined. I, I was so grateful for football, not just because last year, you know, this is how I make my, this is how I pay my mortgage, but because it kept me distracted from everything else that a lot of other people had to deal with. But today, you know, with, with the threat of this thing completely mutating yet another sports season, and we can get into societal implications. I think you guys all have opinions on that. I'm really not interested in having some kind of vaccination or COVID debate with you tonight. I'm just not. I did it for three hours on the radio today. And frankly, I, I'm, I'm not tired, but I'm tired of that. You know what I'm saying? So with all of it, I just, I felt this impending sense of dread with, oh my God, like again, with this thing, we are potentially and more than likely going to deal with a season where the results are mutated and skewed and uh, affected consistently on a week in week out basis by COVID-19. It's it's basically what, it's not the worst case scenario because at least now we do have vaccinations at our disposal to make sure that people don't have symptoms like Mike Vrabel or Ryan Tannehill. Very fortunate uh, for, for all of those people who have contracted it after, contracted the Delta variant uh, after getting the initial COVID shots. It's great news for them because they don't deal with the symptoms nine times out of 10 and probably more times than that out of 10. But, you know, we don't have time to get into fractions here. Um, There are, I guess, if you're looking at it from strictly a football sense, and it's tough to, right? Because it's not just strictly football. It's health and safety. It's health and uh, it's society. It's all of these things. But if you're looking at it from strictly a football sense and Ryan Tannehill comes out okay and not dealing with COVID because or not dealing with lingering effects of COVID, like, for example, Miles Garrett, who has spoken very publicly about this. Uh, you know, the uh, um, forgetting Jason uh, uh, Jason Tatum for the Boston Celtics, who now uses an inhaler on a regular basis. Prior to getting COVID, he did not. So it, there is the potential for that, but knock on wood, he comes out uh, basically clean on the other side of this thing. If you're looking at it from a strictly strategic standpoint, and I hate to be that cold about it, but it is more beneficial that this happens to the starting quarterback now than it would be, say, in week four, uh, when you are, you know, going to face the when you're going to see the Colts twice before uh, twice before Halloween, basically twice before Thanksgiving, and that uh, that divisional series will be wrapped up, which could very well decide the division based on how early you're playing those games. It's a weird way they did the schedule this year, but nonetheless, um, it from a strictly strategic standpoint, it is more beneficial to have him specifically go through this thing now, but you can't just look at it in a vacuum, right? It's not in a vacuum. Ryan Tannehill's case is not in a vacuum. And, um, you know, antibodies and vaccinations, because fortunately, even though Ryan Tannehill did not seem interested in the vaccine, prior to the NFL changing its rules or adjusting its rules from last year to this year, he said that, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten the vaccine if the NFL doesn't force my hand, but he did get the vaccine because he wasn't going to let it be a competitive disadvantage for the Titans. That's a that's a legitimate sign of leadership because it's sacrificing self-interest for the greater good, be it societally or be it just the day-in, day-out success of the football team. So he he does have that going for him, and the Titans do have that going for them, that it's better for him to experience this now to be vaccinated and also have antibodies and then roll through the season as he would basically with a, with a, a three-month window based on our understanding of this thing with, uh, with antibody immunity. So scale of one to 10, how much does it, does it concern you? Josh is at a three. Noah says one, zero says Kenneth Davidson, still 17 days away from the first game, right? He has plenty of time to clear the COVID protocol uh, and uh, and be back on the field in time for Arizona, which is what you guys care about the most. Now, 
from a standpoint of from a standpoint of just all of this, this is not going to be an isolated incident, right? We we I think everybody, no matter what your position on COVID, vaccines, masks, whatever, um, you are aware enough to understand that this is going to continue to happen. Now, it is uh it is something <laughs> Tig says Brady's still cheating, giving folks viruses. Yeah, I mean, the blame game that's being played, Bruce Arians is sick-shaming people, and that and I hate that because I love Bruce Arians, and I thought that he's been so – him and Ron Rivera have been so great on COVID and vaccines. Mike Zimmer as well with the Minnesota Vikings. And honestly, you heard John Robinson and Mike Vrabel today on, on a Zoom call with us speak to that effect as well. It is something that they are taking very seriously, that they are pushing, and that they are uh, – and that they are – you know, they are on the forefront of. Now – um, it is, it is anyway, we'll, we'll continue this conversation, um, because I want to get your, I want to get your thoughts on this situation. How concerned are you on a scale of one to 10 that Ryan Tannehill is on the COVID list? Because I do, there are some positive, I mean, positives is not the right word, but there are some benefits to this happening. Now there is also some implications that could affect week one that I'll share with you here in just a second, right after I remind you about DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated app, uh, sportsbook app is DraftKings Sportsbook, and America's favorite time of year is right around the corner. It's college football season. It is knocking on our door. Next Thursday, a week from today, the Tennessee Vols will kick off uh, against Bowling Green. That's exciting. Uh, even if you're not super fired up about the Vols, you should be super fired up about this great offer. $200 in free bets instantly from DraftKings Sportsbook if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and you can check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they offer. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code A to Z Sports, and you receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code A to Z Sports to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee-only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. So, the, the benefit of this happening now for Ryan Tannehill is that it the chances are next to none that it will happen again in the regular season when you would need your starting quarterback most. The negatives of this are, well, let me let me take some more of your responses before I give you the negatives. Uh, playing teams like Bowling Green, Tennessee Tech uh, is another bye week. Get rid of those bowl games. Listen, Tennessee's going to need them, Roy, because otherwise they'd get their shit kicked in the SEC. And you know that better than anybody if you're paying close attention to, uh, to Tennessee, to the Tennessee Vols. Um, you remember when Vrabel got the delay of game on purpose to stop the clock? 4D chess. Uh, 12 men on the field, he says, rather. My bad. Yes, I do remember that. Uh, Lane Lane says, I don't believe any of this COVID baloney. Well, you know, Lane, then you're not paying attention to what's happening. So you can, um, listen, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't do shouting matches with people. That doesn't help anything. You are entitled to believe whatever it is you want to believe, Lane. But I think that's just, that's coming from a place of a bit of ignorance. And I would say, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't do you any good to just straight bury your head in the sand when obviously this is all swirling around us, all of us constantly. And so, you know, again, do it, do as you like lane, but that's, that's seems a bit silly to me. Um, if people get vaccinated and right now wear masks, uh, but people still don't think so. Okay. That's a partial, partial, uh, comment. Forgive me. Missing valuable reps says Montreal Titan. Yeah. That's the biggest drawback of all of this, right? Julio Jones get, just got back out on the field. AJ Brown has packed his three straight days and now the starting quarterback isn't out there. We have not had a day where the entirety of the offense, the starting 11, has practiced together in full. They have not. It Through training camp, through the offseason, through OTAs, there has not been a single day where the starting offense has practiced together in its entirety because of COVID, because of guys returning from injury, because of load management basically through practices. It hasn't happened. So basically, now with the quarterback sidelined for however long the quarterback gets sidelined for, however long it takes him to test negative twice within a 48-hour period, this is continuing to take away from important reps that he needs on the field with not just A.J. Brown and not 
just Josh Reynolds or Marcus Johnson or Chester Rogers, but Julio Dan Jones, because Julio Jones, again, is a spectacular player. He's seen plenty of defenses. He knows what's going on in the NFL. But Ryan Tannehill has not really, really had the opportunity to earn or create chemistry with him on the field. That was a problem in, let's say, Ryan Tannehill's first season as the starter here in Tennessee in 2019, because you saw that he had zero connection with Corey Davis, and they were not on the same page by any stretch of the imagination. Now, Julio Jones is a far superior player than Corey Davis, and nobody is arguing that they cannot figure it out in, in due time, but you would like to come out of the gates rolling against Arizona because this game is going to be a critical test. Uh, it's a home opener. You have high expectations. You're playing. You're going to be playing front in front of, as we sit here today. You know what? As what? What did we say? 17 days from the season opener at Nissan Stadium. 17 days with basically uh, with basically all of the all of the eyes locally and a good bit of national attention looking at you to see. Okay, show me that it's real. There, if you want, if you want coverage, if you want hype around you, show me that this is a legitimate thing that you're building in Tennessee. Live up to the expectations. Beat an opponent that you're probably better than. I think you are. I, I don't. I don't think you're much better than the Cardinals, but you're better than the Cardinals right now, provided that your defense is getting better, and it seems to be that it is. So go out there and win a game that you're supposed to win in front of the home crowd. Don't disappoint people and do it all with all of the shiny new weapons and an offense that used to score 30 points per game last year, plus 30 points plus per game last year. It's, they are going to have a ton of, they are going to have a ton of scrutiny on them if they fall flat. And it's easy to see how they might do that, right? Because they simply haven't practiced together. Now you do benefit from there being, I mean, unless Dylan Raiden starts at right tackle, you don't have a single rookie on offense that could jeopardize you because they don't know what's going on, right? You're dealing with a bunch of vets who showed last year that they could miss, I think it was 16 days, without a practice on the field and keep things going when they first dealt with their first COVID outbreak and now dealing with a second one right now. Uh, let's see. Florida variant, says Lewis Chesney. Indeed, the Florida variant is strong. Um what did uh, what did Arian, Arian say? Says Jared Montgomery. I mean, he you know he pointed fingers. He says uh, he pointed fingers, and he said uh, basically Tennessee learned the hard way that they can't get out, they can't get out, uh, and uh, they can't get out and do things like they want to do. They can't go to dinner. Tennessee learned the hard way. I'm par paraphrasing here. You could go look up. Uh, I tweeted Arian the video of Arian's comments, um, but basically he's pointing a finger and sick shaming the Titans and being like, yeah, that's not the way that we're going to handle business. There's the league rules and then there's my rules. And then that's completely ignoring the Bruce Arians. You know, he's, he's fighting against something that's collectively bargained so he can be a Billy badass all he wants. One, he shouldn't be wagging his finger at anybody right now. It's completely understandable the way that people are getting sick all the time, all over the place because of this thing. And so it's wrong what Bruce Arians did, even as I love Bruce Arians. And I think he's a really, really good advocate for this stuff. He had a bad moment, and it just so happens to come at the expense of the Titans. Uh, let's see. Doesn't add up correctly, says Lane Lane. Well, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you about it, Lane. It's it is it's what you want to do. Uh so uh let's see. You don't need to read my COVID comments, says uh, I don't I can't even read your name. So it uh, it's it works out that way on YouTube. Um, how they play how they are playing in October, November, and December is more important than August and September, says Party Ma. On Twitter, yeah, I mean, I I don't disagree with that by any stretch of the imagination. The only, I mean, listen, the the biggest concern right now, if you are a Titans fan, is if Ryan Tannehill deals with anything that lingers. Right, right now, it seems like because he's vaccinated, he is dealing with little to no symptoms, which is great news. Um, it that this was a situation that popped up. There were se there were several other athletes that were high profile like this, but Miles Garrett is the one that immediately comes to the mind, come to, comes to mind in the NFL because he's one of the best players in the sport. And he was clearly, I mean, he spoke to how he was physically affected by his inability to get his conditioning right after he returned. So again, it can, it can spiral. Um, but at this point, at this point, you, you are hoping for not the worst case scenario. Uh, Bruce is the white speck of, on chicken shit, says Chad. Well, I don't know that I've looked that closely at chicken shit to notice 
a wide speck. But ultimately, here's the thing, okay? Listen to John Robinson, this video courtesy of Paul Kaharski, because uh, I wasn't able to be at the press conference today. I, the radio show started at 10, and, you know, they were doing availability at 9 before they bumped up practice today. Listen to John Robinson talk about this situation and, uh, and you know, try and bury the lead about his quarterback being on the COVID list. But, you know, ultimately gave the shit up. Aaron Brewer passed his physical, so he'll be out here doing some some individual uh, work, uh, trying to get back to the return to play. Uh, we're going to add uh, three players, JV and Hawkins, uh, running back, uh, Cash Malua, a linebacker, and DB Nate Brooks uh, to the roster. And we're going to put on COVID IR, um, Justin March Lillard, uh, Jeff Swain, and Ryan Tannehill. Uh, just to comment on the on, on where we're at with the uh, the protocols, we uh, follow the protocols. We our, our medical team has done an outstanding job um, with talking with the league um, and the the players, coaches, Coach Brable. Um, has had minimal symptoms. Um, it's usually a day or two, and and then they, then they're over and they they feel great. And and that's really what the main reason was: a to update you on the roster, and b to just continue to to urge vaccination. Um, I've seen it firsthand with the guys. Coach Ray will speak to this a couple days, and then they they feel fine. Um, had two people that I know personally um, that have lost loved ones over the last couple days uh, to COVID from symptoms and complications, and it's it's a life-saving vaccine. John Robinson, in his own words, he said it's a life-saving vaccine, and certainly it is something that abates the symptoms of COVID, if not you know completely eradicate that, which is pretty standard for a vaccine. Um, so I have people in the comments on YouTube saying, uh, so ZCTV says, sucks that the Titans weren't vaxxed. Sounds like these red states. I don't know if this is a bot, by the way, or if I'm just being trolled. These red states are paying the price since they won't get vaxxed. Uh, it was not in that clip, particularly from Paul Kaharski, uh, from today's media availability, but the Titans are 97% vaxxed or having antibodies because based on the antibody testing that they are doing within the facility. So that is an incorrect statement by ZCTV on YouTube. Basically, here's the thing. All right. I'm like, it is concerning because it's COVID and all of it is concerning, right? I'm, I'm literally, I had, I had anxiety as soon as I saw this, <laughs> as, as soon as I saw this, just cause I'm like, I, I don't, I mean, there are much more serious issues in the world than having another mutated football season. But like, I just, I, I'm so sick of it. I'm so tired of it. I just, I just want it to be over, right? And it's not. And that's the reality that's slapping you in the face. That things that, uh, that I, you, you know, football has helped us avoid. Certainly, it's helped keep me distracted, and everybody works in sports distracted because everything continues to roll on almost as normal in in the football world, particularly. But again, it's uh, it's it's this just ever-present theme, this cloud that just hangs over you. And at a certain point, you know, you have to just accept reality and make sure that you're taking the proper precautions. And that's what the Titans are having to do right now. Let's move on and let's talk about the game itself. Uh, so, on a scale of one to ten, to answer my own question, I'm I'm probably sitting at a three. I'm not I'm not all that bothered, but it is. Uh, from a standpoint of Ryan Tannehill being on the COVID list, because again, from a strategic standpoint, taking aside the human, the human interest element, um, it is better for them if he deals with this now, as opposed to in the regular season and misses legitimate time as it looks like he will during the practice. And as we said, the, the offense hasn't practiced together. It is a problem that they haven't practiced together. It is going to affect the product on the field when they do finally get out on the field together, whenever that may be. But such is life right now, and you just kind of have to roll with the punches. Um, let's talk about who, which one player, which one Titans player are you watching this Saturday against the Bears? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together with, with excuse me, which one player, which one Titans player are you watching this Saturday against the Bears? Give me your response. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together. Right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, 
at GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans and of A to Z Sports Primetime and of the Nashville Predators, is the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. They will help you win the buyer battle. They have the intel that you need to not only sell your house for more, but to get ahead in a Nashville real estate market that is frankly crazy. It can be deeply concerning to wade out into these waters by yourself. My first home, and this was before everything went crazy with the housing market, I was terrified about going through the process. But I used the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Gary and his team walked me through each and every step the entire way to where I felt educated and informed about the purchase that I was making, understand the pros and cons of each property that I looked because nobody has better intel than the Gary Ashton team. So win the buyer battle at GaryAshton.com and make sure that you get your dream address without the stress or sell your home for more at GaryAshton.com. So which one player are you watching on Saturday? Are you most excited to watch? Uh, let's see. Lane Lane says Caleb Farley. Puka agrees. Caleb Farley. Yeah, he didn't play a ton of snaps um, in last Saturday's preseason game at Tampa. And the one the one play that everybody's going to immediately draw their attention to is him getting burned down on a double move down the side, down the uh, what was it down the uh, the what right sideline? If you were watching it from, it doesn't matter what sideline. He got burned down the sideline by Scotty Miller on a double move. And he, the, the ball was thrown out of bounds because the quarterbacking was terrible. So bailed out in that way. But you can see that he's still trying to basically reteach himself the nuances of the position. And frankly, he's still learning the nuances of the position. He's just an incredibly talented athlete and is still trying to get his feet under him after basically taking two years off of football. So with Caleb Farley, there's a lot of promise there. And I would say that Caleb Farley is among one of the top players that I'm, that we're all going to be centrally focused on because, of course, he's the Titans' first-round pick, and you want to see him make legitimate strides. You've got a hell of a wide receiver coming into to Nissan Stadium, one who you're intimately familiar with, in DeAndre Hopkins, so you know you're going to have to have your shit together. And if you don't have all of your best weapons available on the defense, um, you are going to be at an inherent disadvantage. And uh, Hopkins has a way of putting you at an inherent disadvantage even if you do have your best players out on the field. On defense, uh, Xavier is watching two rookies, Elijah Molden and Des Fitzpatrick. For Juicebox, it's Molden. For Larry Ford, he agrees. He is going Molden as well. Dom Odell says we need to see the backup safety. So there's that's there's kind of a rotating cast of characters. They kind of settled in. It's not like I mean, and the tight ends they've kind of settled on this particular group for a couple of days now. But for a while, they just couldn't get the bottom of the roster at safety or tight end. Right, whether it was because of injuries or guys not performing up to expectation, whatever, backup safeties is something that you're going to want to monitor because you know what Matthias Farley is? He's not by he's no by he's by no means a superstar in the NFL, but he is a critical depth piece and if all things are right, he's your third safety. Brady Breeze and and uh and uh Dane Crookshank who are basically battling for a roster spot right now. They're going to need to show something. Because right now, Dane Crookshank has always been a – his concern has always been health, and he's really never been a defensive player. He's always just been kind of like Darren Bates. He's a special teams player before he is an actual safety. Whether Brady Breeze can do both or do one better than the other that Dane Crookshank can, that's basically going to deter- determine this. You're going to see a lot of competition at the wide receiver spot uh, with the safeties in particular. You're going to be looking at the depth along the – basically the entirety of the defensive front because you saw that uh, they put uh, – I uh, forgive me, I forget Pecco's first name, but they put who, the guy who would have been their fifth off, uh, defensive lineman on IR today, and this is after Trayvon Coley, who would have been their fifth defensive lineman, went on IR after the Atlanta game. So your your depth is, is thin there. Your offensive line depth, you know how much it has struggled to this point. You know what the wide receiver competition looks like right now after the top two, and it's very, very hotly contested. That's what Patrick has been making strides uh, and stringing together a couple of days of consistent performance at practice, which is huge. Sometimes it, all it takes is a, a body-caught touchdown against a bad Tampa Bay, a blown coverage in a Tampa Bay defense to, to get your confidence right. But whatever works for him seems to be uh, making progress in a way that he needed to. Uh, Farley for party Ma on defense. He's watching Mason Kinsey on offense. I, I just think best case scenario for Mason Kinsey is the practice squad. Um, need a reassured performance by either backup QB. Yeah. Says Carlos. So I almost asked Kyle Pecco. Thank you. Titans Kyle. Well, that worked out nicely. Um, 
but uh, so here's here's the situation, right? When we when they played the first preseason game, we were asking Mike Vrabel, or I was asking Mike Vrabel about Rashad Weaver, and he got into I basically what I asked him was about Rashad Weaver from a technical standpoint. And he started talking about technique initially, Vrabel did, but then he kind of devolved into, well, yeah, you know, the penalties became a hell of a lot more real for him, where as opposed to me just screaming at him in practice about it, an actual ref in an actual, you know, preseason game threw a flag and it cost him 15 yards or whatever the whatever the penalty was. I can't remember the penalty that he got in Atlanta, but the penalty meant more. So from that same standpoint, the two quarterbacks, Matt Barkley and Logan Woodside, and Matt Barkley is going to start, by the way, and they'll do the two-series rotation that they did in the last game with them. This is as real as it's going to get for these two guys because legitimately, he wouldn't have played anyway, but legitimately, Ryan Tannehill is not available. So you cannot create a more lifelike situation where the starter goes down and the backups have to play than the one coming up. So whether that adds an increased sense of urgency, whether that causes one of them to press, because he's feeling the pressure of having, you know, this is a game without stakes, of course, but these guys are still fighting for their jobs. So whether that pushes both of them in a way that makes a difference, whether Logan Woodside gets shook up again and doesn't have Coach Tannehill on the sideline to kind of talk him through things, as he kind of alluded to on Saturday after the Tampa Bay game, it is it is something that is as real life as real life gets without legitimate without legitimate consequences as far as where the team is able to advance in their regular season standings. It is it is a it is a really interesting situation to watch because I think that I think that Matt Barkley is superior from a talent standpoint, but I think that they trust Logan Woodside more. Now, could that change because as Bar- Barkley gets more comfortable with the playbook, you start to see him take strides ahead of Logan Woodside, it's possible. But right now, I still think that it's Logan Woodside's job to lose because he understands the concepts, the offense, even if he does not physically impress you. But the player that I'm watching uh, is the player that I was su- super focused on last week because I couldn't take his, my eyes off of him, mostly because he kept making plays. It's Elijah Molden. Trask with his best play of the night so far. Feeling heat, hit by Molden. Oh, 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 what a great rush! Mike Keith and Coach Mack on the call on Titans Radio. Uh, they will, of course, be again. They're they're the best. Even if you know, you know, you can you can appreciate what Mike and Mac do, even if you're not a Titans fan like I am, because you're watching that and just you know you appreciate the enthusiasm. I know Vrabel was. Jo- I don't know if Vrabel actually did it, but he was joking that he was showing the teams the film cutups with Mike Keith's voice on them and it got the players more engaged to hear how Mike does a game because obviously they're not hearing that. Uh they hear it from time to time in a highlight video. The GOAT CJ2K says I'd have to disagree there. What that they're the best? Oh well you're welcome to disagree. You would be incorrect. Um there's not a better and I, I don't say that just because I work with them and they're my friends, but like there's not a better broadcast team in the league than Mike and Mac. Uh it's just really really not. And Titans Radio Titans Radio has, has been through some changes obviously with Jonathan Hutton going to outkick and and leaving the Titans radio situation. And frankly, you know, from my standpoint, I really wish that they would have found a way to keep Hutton because he does such a fantastic job on those broadcasts. And, but, you know, Rhett and Amy and, and, uh, and Brad Willis and, uh, and Phil and Noel and all the people who are responsible for Titans radio, they're going to continue to put out a fine product. It's just, you know, Hutton, Hutton kills the thing every time that he was a part of it. Uh, so he's talking about the other thing I'll have, well, I'm not sure what you're talking about. The other thing, uh, go CJ 2k. That's not helpful to me, but yeah, Mike Keith's sack call is among the best in the business. Mike Keith is the goat says Brad Lifford. Indeed he is. But the player that I'm focused on is Elijah Molden because Elijah Molden is going to play. I think he should be the starting slot right out the gate. I don't care if Caleb Farley's on the field or not. And I don't care if Caleb, uh, <clears throat> I don't care if, uh, if uh, Christian Fulton, you know, is the odd man out, Elijah Molden, I think, is the better player in the slot right out of the gate. And I believe that that opportunity, uh, I believe that that opportunity should be his to have. Michael S. Mason on Facebook Live asks, who else mutes the TV and turns on 104.5? Man, 
more people should. I, I really think so. And again, I, I'm biased because I work with them and I love those guys and I get to be a part of the Titans radio broadcast. Now, before the games with Jim Wyatt, it's uh, it's something that's a great a great privilege for me to be able to you know even if I'm not in the booth with them the whole time, I feel like I'm a part of the uh, a part of the a part of the machine, and it makes me very happy to be able to do that now. Um, but more people should absolutely mute the TV and turn on 104.5 because those dudes don't miss, and sometimes you can be hitter. Listen, play by play is hard. I could never do it, but. So this is no, I'm not attacking the TV people, but like there are not TV people who are doing it as well and who know your team better than Dave McGinnis and Mike Keith. They're just, they just don't. Uh, Molden for, uh, Molden for Chris Frazier. Um, want to see Molden in the slaughter playing the third safety role, says Sherlock. Yeah, he does have, he does have some safety ability in his background. He's going to be all over the place. I, I really look at the way that they deployed Logan Ryan and think that they're going to do a lot of similar stuff with Elijah Molden as well. That is the player that I'm going to be watching come Saturday at Nissan Stadium. By the way, so excited to be at Nissan Stadium. You guys uh, should be there as well. I know many of you are going to be there. And I know that I hope many of you show up at the Gary Ashton tailgate uh, outside of the south end zone at Nissan Stadium. Food, music, cornhole, the whole nine yards. I'll be there for a little bit after I finish my 104.5 The Zone pregame show because I'm on from, what is it? three to four on Saturday before uh, Blaine and Mickey get things going to lead up to Titans countdown. And then of course the broadcast itself. So I hope to see a bunch of you out there. It's always exciting to see you guys and you guys are always super, uh, super receptive and super kind when we run into each other at the games. Uh, Lane says, do you have to be vaccinated? No, it's my understanding. You don't have to be vaccinated, nor do you have to show uh, proof of vaccination. Chris Frazier says, I'm gonna come see you, Buck. I'm waiting on you, Chris. Me and Chris were supposed to have a boxing match, and it never happened. Is he chickened out? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, TV people don't even watch football as far as I'm concerned, says James Henderson. Uh, Josh says he's lived his entire life in Nashville and have never been to a Titans game, unfortunately. Go to a preseason game, Josh. I mean, I know I know it still costs money, and, and I don't want to tell you how to spend your money. But, um, but the preseason is infinitely more affordable than the regular season. So if you've never been... I I would say uh, I would say that it's worth checking out, especially this year, because this year is going to be a uh, I think it's going to be a good time. And that that week one, I think I think that stadium. I've never seen the stadium full in my six years living down here. That would be this would be year five. This will be my fifth season covering the team. Um, I've never seen Nissan Stadium full, and I'm hopeful that I see it full this year because you guys seem to have a legitimate passion about this football team more than any other year that I've covered them. So, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe prove me wrong. Maybe show me that you can fill the stadium. I'm not, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to sell tickets. It's just more fun when you're, uh, when you're covering a game with a jam packed crowd, um, you know, and hopefully everybody is taking the safe, uh, safe precautions. And, you know, I know people are asking if you have to be vaccinated and, Again, I'm not going to get into a spiel on vaccinations. I'm not the one who's trying to save lives. There are plenty of other people who are trying to do that. I'm just telling you that I, you know, we we uh, we as a media core are all vaccinated, and uh, I and I hope that people will make the right decision, not just for themselves, but for other people around them as well. Because I think we ought to be trying to keep everybody safe. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Let's do the Primac bounce back and wrap things up on a Thursday before I spin completely out of control. Who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Let me know who across sports. It could be uh, it could be somebody in the NFL based on preseason performance. Could be a player for the Titans. It could be um, uh, it could be something. It could be uh, you know Major League Baseball if you're a Braves fan and you're still pissed about that call against the Yankees. From what was that Tuesday night? You could nominate anybody to be your Brimac bounce back candidate of the week. Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. I would appreciate your uh, your feedback, and then we will give you our bounce back candidate of the week. Let me know in the comments section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. While you guys do that, I'll tell you who presents the Brimac bounce back each and every week. Of course. That is Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. 
you have a commercial business, they got you. You need improved uh, air quality, they can do ductwork. If you have a home and your AC goes down, as mine did literally the day I was leaving for Atlanta, I called Brimac in a panic. They got here in an hour. They fixed me up. They billed me. I didn't even, I did it from the radio station and they walked me through the entirety of the process with their one of their techs on site via text. They made sure that when I left Nashville to go to Atlanta to cover the first preseason game between the Titans and the Falcons, that I had complete peace of mind that my upstairs uh, wasn't going to completely roast while my downstairs continued to be cool because I've got two air conditioning units with my house, uh, one for the upstairs and one for the downstairs. It was a fantastic, uh, it's the first time that I've used their services, you know, actually before previously endorsing them. Now I can speak to it from real experience. Brimac is the best in the business. and You should trust no one else with your HVAC needs because you will get satisfaction guaranteed at Brimac.com. So, uh, but uh, who needs to bounce back? The Brimac bounce back candidate of the week. Let me know in the comments section. Uh, we need to get him a ticket. I go once a year. I live in Maryland, says Aubrey Calvin. Oh, talking about Josh? Uh, he says he'd rather have me sell him tickets. Buck is more reasonable. Well, I don't sell tickets. I don't buy tickets. I, I don't, I've never, uh, again, you know, not to sound like a douchebag, but it's part of my job. Like I don't, I don't pay to go to games. Like I'm paid to be at the games, which is a lovely perk. Um, so I don't, I don't, you know, I've never paid for parking at Nissan stadium. And again, this is not, I'm not trying to, you know, do a, do some kind of flex. It's just the nature of my, my job. Like I have media parking. I have a media credential. I sit in the press box during the game. I get to cover the game. I'm there, you know, before, after, during, it's about a 16 hour day for me, but I love it. So it's a great time, but, uh, you know, I don't get tickets. I don't buy tickets. I don't sell tickets. So you will have to pursue that, uh, particular endeavor, Josh elsewhere. Um, we have an elite quarterback and we keep winning. That's why says Chris Frazier. Harold Smith says Cam Newton needs to bounce back. Uh, Aaron Goff says, so Buck, what is bounce back? Is it kind of like throwing shade? No, throwing shade is different. Throwing shade is you attacking somebody that's pissed you off on the A to Z sports morning show. Bounce back is somebody who had a poor performance either this week and needs to bounce back over the weekend. Somebody who, you know, for example, let me give you my bounce back candidate of the week. All right. My Brimac bounce back candidate of the week is Dylan Raidens. Dylan Raidens, the Titans rookie offensive lineman, because he got absolutely ragdolled against Joe Tryon. And really, even after they took Joe Tryon out of the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, Dylan Raidens looked bad after looking pretty good in Atlanta, had a terrible week. I think he needs to bounce back in a big way against the Chicago Bears on Saturday. That is what a bounce back candidate looks like, Aaron. So I hope I've explained that uh, well enough. Kyler Murray, says Chris Frazier. He's been looking like ass, but that's a good thing because he's not playing this week. Uh, the GOAT CJ2K says Bruce Arians. Yeah, bad, bad look by Bruce this, this year, which makes me, which or this week, which makes me sad because I love Bruce Arians, as I've stated many times. Um, Urban Meyer says Josh, but as a Titans fan, I sure hope not. Yeah, Urban, man. Jesus Christ. Urban. I don't know how long that experiment is going to last, but it seems like it's going poorly. I, I know how many of you, uh, I know how many of you saw the, or I don't know how many of you saw the Fox News article today um, from, well, it was a Fox News article reporting on something that Pete Prisco of CBS Sports said um, that players are are already not crazy with the way that Urban Meyer is handling them. So it is something that is, uh, it is something that is deeply problematic. If you are a Jags fan, if you are Urban Meyer, because he appears to not have a grip on things. Uh, Karen O'Keefe says PK needs to bounce back after his question of Rabel today. No, I, I I disagree, Karen. I thought what he asked Rabel was completely reasonable. So if you didn't see it, um, you didn't watch Rabel's press conference or press Zoom today. I asked Mike, you know, who without you or without Aukerman, because he told us that Craig Aukerman, who's the special teams coach, and basically who runs the operations of the football team in the absence of the head coach, Craig Aukerman is also in, in the COVID protocol. And Brable said it's likely that he will not be available for Saturday either. So my question was, you know, who's who's running the show, basically? Who, how does that work from an operations standpoint? And I said, uh, or Brable said, you know, Matt Edwards, who's one of the defensive assistants, will uh, will help out. And what he said was there will be a lot of people involved you know, having to wrangle players on, you know, during, during uh, when, when we're rotating units in and out on offense or defense, or when we're trying to get a, a group together for special teams, there will have to be 
some kind of cohesion. So it will be Matt Edwards, who's one of the defensive assistants on the staff, and apparently a collection of other people. So Paul followed up importantly, and it's it's difficult. I, I it's 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 a good follow up because it's not one that I thought of in the immediate, but I'm glad that Paul asked it because it's a necessary question. Basically, you know, why why not just tell us who is going to be the acting head coach on that day? Um, basically saying, you know, there's there's no there's no competitive advantage to you not telling us. And Rabel, you know, Mike wasn't in the mood. Sometimes that just sometimes it happens. Sometimes he wants to be uh what's the word, obtuse about it. And today he was because he basically told Paul, yeah, you'll find out Saturday. Uh, then them's the breaks and and that he's not allowed to have any communication with anybody on the staff during the game on Saturday based on the league's rules. So, you know, I don't think I don't to say that Paul needs to bounce back, I think is incorrect. Um, could Paul have asked the question in a more diplomatic way? Probably. But, you know, we say that about all of Paul's questions. And Mike, I mean, Mike wasn't in a good mood today anyway, because you know, why would he be his COVID or his quarterback just got put on the COVID list? What's he there to be excited about? Uh, let's see. Bounce back. Candidate Vrabel and Tannehill both had vaccines and have, both have had very little symptoms, says Redneck Patriot. Why has COVID been allowed to flip the world on its side? What's going on? Well, I mean, that's that's the beauty of it. They got vaccinated and they don't have symptoms because they're vaccinated. So it's, uh, you know, how much it's allowed to flip the world on its side. I think the, the world has been semi-flipped back, um, unfortunately not all the way. But, you know, the, the science changes. I wish I had a, I, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I can't give you a medical explanation for how uh, how viruses mutate. I'm not somebody who has experienced the Delta variant. I got tested right when I got back from Tampa, as all, all media did, um, because the Titans have been or have been gracious enough to provide us testing on a semi-regular basis, mostly because they don't want us testing positive and then potentially getting the coaches of the athletes sick. But it is also very appreciated because not everybody has such easy access to COVID testing, and that's a, a luxury at this point. So, you know, I've been vaccinated. I've had COVID uh, a year ago. I have not yet, uh, I have not tested positive for the Delta variant, but if I was to, I would be grateful that I was vaccinated because like Frable or like Tannehill, or like Frank Reich, the head coach of the Colts, or any of these people who are dealing with it, um, and vaccinated, they are not displaying symptoms because they have been vaccinated, and the vaccine abates the some most of the symptoms, it seems, that COVID causes, which is the benefit of the vaccination. Um, so that is your weekly, weekly science lesson for the week. All right, that's going to do it for us this week and this evening. It has been a lot of fun as always. Thank you for your participation. The show does not happen without you. We greatly appreciate it, as always. Make sure uh, that you are checking out all of the great A to Z sports offerings. Tomorrow on the radio show, it's going to be a lot of fun. Charles Davis, who's been doing the television analysis for the Titans preseason games. Charles will be on the radio show at 11.20. We will also have Coach Dave McGinnis at 12.20. So we will be talking Titans. We will be talking a little bit of balls with Charles Davis, given that he is, of course, a VFL, and we will be taking your calls. The show was exciting today. If you missed a minute of it, you can check out the podcast. It's just the Buck Rising Show in your favorite podcast app. And in the meantime, I will catch you guys on Sunday night. Uh, and then we will be talking a lot about the Bulls because it'll be game week, baby, and we love to see it. OG Will Aiken for the first time in a long time. Buck Rising in the MF and House. It's been a minute, OG, and that's unfortunate because the show is over. But I'm not tired yet. No! No!